practically invisible. Hikers could walk right over the body and never notice it. He returned to the narrow trail. He should have been tired from a night of hard labor. Instead, the cold night air and his new plan invigorated him. He would leave his mistake behind. The opportunity existed to proceed with a clean slate. His strides quickened as he crossed the river at the wooden footbridge. The road was only a five minute walk from there. He emerged from the state park and headed for his vehicle. He wouldn't let this disappointment discourage him. He wasn't a quitter. Every failure could be turned into an opportunity. It was time to start from scratch. Time to pick the next victim. Chapter Two There wasn't anything ominous about 77 Oak Street. White with blue shutters, the compact two-story colonial sat in the middle of a perfectly ordinary cookie-cutter development. Basketball hoops and hockey nets lined the street. Colorful chalk drawings decorated the sidewalks. At nine in the morning, the neighborhood was quiet. Kids had gone off to school, parents had left for work. But a sense of foreboding trickled down Morgan Dane's back, along with a drop of sweat, as she compared the address with the paperwork in her lap. The numbers matched. She squinted at the house. The October sun peered over the roof from a cloudless blue sky. Its rays cut through the chilly autumn breeze and shone on a maple tree in the center of the front lawn. It was a beautiful autumn morning. Not that anyone inside would know. Every blind and every window was closed tight. He was in there all right. This is the house, she said. Lance Kruger tapped a finger on the steering wheel of his Jeep. I don't like this one bit. Neither do I. Morgan flipped down the visor and used the mirror to apply fresh lipstick. There was nothing fun about serving legal papers. He drove past the house and parked at the curb two doors down. Maybe it would be better if I knock on the door. Morgan glanced sideways at the big man in the driver's seat. Lance might have left the police force and joined a private investigation firm the previous summer, but he was still all cop from his black cargo pants to the severe cut of his short blonde hair. The blue flannel shirt he wore open and untucked, concealed his weapon, but did nothing to hide the impressive set of muscles that filled out the gray t-shirt beneath it. Below the rolled up cuffs of his sleeves, his forearms bulged. And if his physical appearance wasn't threatening, the flat glint in his blue eyes gave him away. He looked dangerous, like he meant business. If the lowlife they were trying to serve got one look at Lance, he'd run, and the firm would have to start looking for him all over again. It had taken them three days to track the rat down. As a former assistant district attorney turned private attorney, Morgan owed Lance's boss big time. Last month, sharp investigations had done her a huge favor and worked a criminal defense case without compensation. And if that wasn't enough, Sharp had offered to rent her an empty office in his duplex when she'd decided to open her own practice. He will not open the door to you, she said. Which is why Sharp specifically asked me to help out with this case. Lance frowned and turned his gaze on her. A deep sigh of resignation rolled through him. You're right, but I don't like the thought of you getting within 10 feet of that scumbag. Not with his record. Tyler Green owed his ex-wife thousands in child support. He was the deadest of deadbeat dads. He'd also been arrested multiple times for burglary and assault, though the charges had been pled down from a felony to a misdemeanor each time. To stay one step ahead of process servers 
and avoid paying his ex, he'd quit his job and moved out of his apartment, mooching his way through the households of family members and friends, never staying in one place long enough for the court system to catch up with him. But all good things had to come to an end. The ex had hired sharp investigations to find him so she could get him into court. Lance's mouth flattened. Maybe he won't open the door for you either. There's only one way to find out. I'm just your average suburban mom. Morgan hoped Tyler mistook her for one of the neighbors. She was crossing her fingers that he'd open the door. She'd hand him the subpoena and the firm would get paid. Lance's gaze raked over her. You may be a mom, but there is nothing average about you. She fluffed her hair, opened the buttons of her black trench coat, and reached for the tray of brownies in the back seat. There's a much better chance Tyler will open the door with me standing on the doorstep. I know, but that doesn't mean I have to like it. Lance said.